Today on Locked on Rockies, blown opportunity, missed chances. All sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked on Rockies podcast for today, the 16th day of August in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked on Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, your Rockies fan extraordinaire, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked on Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day and bringing you your daily Rockies talk here for about three seasons on the Rockies podcast feeds of Locked on. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day and bringing a uh, your passion, your takes, your love for the Colorado Rockies here to the channel on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel and more. Check it all out uh, there and on your favorite streaming service. You can also find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app alongside your Colorado Rockies play-by-play action show. Don't miss out. Today on the show, recapping a really disappointing series. I mean, as you can kind of tell, the deflate setting in in my voice here again as the Rockies just can't clutch up this year they and and even after showing signs of of it in these series it's it's just this series especially the final two ball games prime examples of the Rockies just unable to shut the door unable to build a lot of momentum and maintain it and and I'll go into a deeper bit of what I mean by that coming up here in the show We'll talk about some of the good stuff that happened in this series, including the fact that the Rockies were able to chase after a, uh, a bad Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen. And uh, Nolan Jones is is, is uh, continuing to impress. He's continuing to be someone to be excited about, and he's continuing to be a silver lining in another tough stretch and another tough part of the season and what's going to go down as one of the worst seasons of Colorado Rockies baseball that we've ever seen. And I don't want to be too down on it, but but this series sets that tone. This is a team that is experiencing growing pain, sure, but this is a team that just as built right now, dealing with its injuries and dealing with its lack of starting pitching depth and dealing with regression from one of their best bullpen uh, pieces in Daniel Bard, it just isn't a recipe for success. Even when the Rockies have set themselves up to be successful. I mean, it's it's really frustrating to see Lawrence be so good, but then games like last night happen. It's so frustrating for especially Austin Gomber to get some run uh, run production back and some backup, but he's has his walk problems. The Rockies just can't consistently put together solid stretches of baseball, especially. Of late, the Rockies have not gone on a more than two-game winning streak here. And that goes back as far as, I mean, it's only happened twice, three times. The Rockies have have won back-to-back games in the second half of the season. And when you go back, their longest winning streak of, of the first half of the season is only four games and that takes you all the way back to a uh, late April into early May this team even when they do line up a couple of wins do bring things together has just gone through unbelievable stretches where they're losing close ball games we talked about the Rockies being in ball games that's good but they're not 
capitalizing. They're not the ones that are coming out on top. They're not the ones that are delivering the final blow and able to close out the ball games, even with their issues. This is a team that continues to, to, to step up in certain instances, but then when their backs are completely against the wall, they have been unable to handle that adversity and handle those parts of games. They have not been able to win and, and, and bounce back completely, even in their own home ballpark. And, you know, it's, it is part of the learning process. It is, and, and, and there are things to point to of, 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 and there's, you know, explanations and reasons, but it's just, it does get frustrating when this was a sweepable series for the Rockies at the end of the day. They had the lead, two-run lead in uh, in the ninth inning in game number two after stealing the first game. Exactly what you were looking for uh, in terms of, of, of snapping the losing streak, getting yourself back in order, and, and, and preparing for a home stretch where, you know, you had two winnable series here with the White Sox on the way next. But instead, it's the inconsistencies. It's the it's the hot and cold of the Rockies. It's It's... Oh, man, Justin Lawrence is great, but then he's not great. Daniel Bard has, has, has had some stretches, but then he walks everybody and everything. Granted, the Rockies were already down before Daniel Bard comes into the game at that point, but still, it, it's a, it's, and it, it, it goes on top. Ryan McMahon, big day at the dish today, big, big day, but still, Still not enough. Still not enough for the Rockies to 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 really get in there and get feel like like the that's a big challenge that we're not getting from all of this of this young Rockies guy. We're seeing the flashes, but we're still not we're we're not seeing this young team overcome all of the mistakes, all of the shortcomings of this team yet. So it still shows that there's time that, that there's 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 much growing to do but the Rockies just have not put together a complete nine innings of baseball very often this season and they haven't been able to do that over stretches of multiple games and it's it's followed by usually by losing streaks since the hot start into the second half of the season the Rockies have only avoided a losing streak or have only avoided back-to-back losses one time following a, a, a two-game winning streak. They've they've gone on and just dropped multiple winning games. You're looking at these series here, especially as you're reflecting here on some of these series, that series in Washington, that series in Milwaukee before going there. So, yes, it's a high strength of schedule. The Rockies being a team that has one of the most difficult second-half schedule in all of baseball. It's just a little bit frustrating because you just you feel a little bit more confident in this club and you feel a little bit more confident that this team has the ability to outperform its record and outperform how it's been so far this season but then series like this happen and it just shows that the Rockies weaknesses are still really glaring and really tough to deal with because this was a series that the Rockies needed to get back on track against the NL West. We were talking about a, a, a bad winning percentage and not being able to beat the Dodgers. Well, 
the Rockies haven't been able to beat the Diamondbacks, especially in this season. Let's talk about those numbers. Let's talk about some good things, however, because although this series has a frustrating tinge and taste left in the mouth, there was a lot to like about uh, some performances, especially from young guys there. And there were some head-scratching moves again, especially as the Rockies were approaching their pinch hitting uh, in the last game of the series. We're going to talk about that and more coming up in segment number two of today's episode of the Locked on Rockies podcast. But before we do that, Locked on Rockies fans got to tell you about the new app called Bunches. Bunches is a new app built just for sports fans where you can chat sports in real time. You'll see in our show notes, you'll see it on the podcast feeds and on the YouTube that there's going to be a link that you can join the app or go to the App Store on the Apple App Store and download Bunches now. I'm telling you, you're going to love the conversations with other Locked On sports fans. It's uh, it's the it's the place where sports fans go to chat, and the Locked On MLB group chat is on Bunches right now. You can go there and connect with other baseball fans, chat your favorite team, and keep up with the latest MLB news. Have any questions or comments about today's episode? Chat about it in the Locked On MLB Bunch on Bunches. Chat about your team every day. Download the Bunches app today, and when you do, our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click the link in the description and show notes to join the Locked On MLB Bunch community, but you can also download the app on the Apple App Store just by searching Bunches right now. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service and on the SiriusXM app and SiriusXM. You can find your team every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. And we thank you for making us your first listen of the day and checking us out on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. So as frustrating as this series with the Diamondbacks was because these games feel winnable. That's what's frustrating, especially given the flip-flop nature, given the issues, given the shortcomings with the Rockies and 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 this, that, and the other thing, the game felt winnable because the Rockies are getting solid performances from key contributors here at the right times. The pitching is going to always be the issue for the Rockies this year, as it always has been the storyline. Absolutely. And that's, I think this series, the pitching needs to be the one on display because the Rockies were able to generate some offense in this series, and especially headlined by, again, the impact of Brendan Rodgers and Charlie Blackman immediately recognized in today's game yet again. But the big thing, the big story, and the thing to continue to be excited about is Nolan Jones is showing that he is legit. The potential is legit. The power's legit. And the opportunity that he's been given, he is taking advantage of. Last seven games, you know, the line has, uh, hasn't has been great in terms of average, but the slugging up at 480 and over the last 30 games that feature 100 bats for him, the slugging is at 515 with the average sitting at 248 and an on-base percentage of 313. Over the last 30 games in that time, though, driven in 18 while drawing 10 walks, which is good. As we talked about over and over, the Rockies, everyone's strikeout numbers are high. We won't ignore those numbers, but it's it's not the focus there. Also in the last 30 games, seven home runs. As Ryan McMahon crosses over and becomes the first Rocky to hit 20 home runs this season, if Nolan Jones can continue to find himself in a groove and continue to hit with power and continue to drive the ball well, there might be a chase for him to be able to get that and help the Rockies get more power that they desperately need. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to think that he can notch eight more home runs here before the season is up, especially when you count that he's gotten seven over the last 30 but the pitching is only going to be better. 
Nolan Jones is it's it's just it's 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 being demonstrated consistently, and it's a benefit for him to be in the lineup. But uh, uh, he is the exact type of player that's going to benefit from being able to be in the lineup here every day, getting a walk in today's game, getting the big home run there, another couple of RBI. Uh, and uh, also, I mean, Ryan McMahon, it, it, <laughs> this is what's so fr- – we talked about it a little bit, the streakiness. It's just if we could get this Ryan McMahon – all the time. If we could get this Ryan McMahon, that's that's such a threat at the dish at some time at some points, the Rockies' offense would look different. And I I, I think Rogers coming back only makes those two better in Jones and McMahon. I mean that makes you feel that's a good little core you feel confident in of Rockies hitters when Mac is on. I mean unfortunately the streakiness is 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 very tough with him uh, this especially this year. But Brendan Rodgers, Nolan Jones, and Ryan McMahon being your big damage dealers is something to be definitely encouraged by. From those three players alone in this game, they do all they score all of the runs for the Rockies in this one, scoring all seven. So good sign to see. Good things to see that these three, when these three are in the lineup together, they are adding a nice layer of depth in the middle of the lineup for the Rockies. And um I guess it, it, I'm, I got a little thrown off by uh, by seeing uh, Michael Tolia's name in the lineup, but then not in the lineup. But uh, he he was uh, just moved to the bench. I guess I, there was just a lineup change. I don't that was just throwing me off there for a second. But Nolan Jones not only uh, impressing with the with the bat, but we saw again the arm strength is incredible as well. Playing a great corner outfield. Uh, with uh, with cutting down, I can't remember who hit the ball, but getting that uh, great outfield assist. I believe he is now tied for outfield assists as a rookie. I believe that came from our friend uh, Evan Lang there from Purple Row. I'm going to double check on that, uh, but uh, it's it's those are great tools that you that you're you're super encouraged by by uh by nolan jones and uh let's see here i'm gonna just see if there if i can find this tweet nope okay uh but uh this is it's it's really something that nolan jones continues continues to impress and continues to to take steps in the right directions and add some some blake street bombs Back to the Blake Street Bombers uh, as we continue to highlight some of the young guys that were that were good for the Rocks as well. Ezekiel Tovar not driving in runs today, but does have three hits. Jerkson Profar returns to the lineup as well. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I mean, got that. It, it, he plays such a fun game. Uh, it's Profar. It's a weird thing to look at because obviously the the, the on the field product hasn't been great, but he does have a good presence and good fun presence about him on on the field and it does make he he plays the type of ball that makes you smile which, which is good and um man i you know alan trejo i thought was, was was just missed it and was was had some good ab's as well drawing a couple of walks but not enough to get anything going brenton doyle getting uh getting a hit going one for four tough day for austin gomber as uh the earned runs piled up in the walks something that uh, he's been able to avoid of late the walks, but uh, Gomber visibly angry and frustrated about this one as well, because I, I think he knows that uh, he had he he missed out on some opportunities as well 
in this one. And, and uh, you know, I think it's, it's that emotion is honestly good to still see. Uh, it, 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 we, we've talked before about Gomber. We've talked about the emotion, uh, about showing more emotion from Gomber this year does kind of still it it, it it is a good reminder of the of the the fact that these are professionals and they go out there and they, they do take the craft seriously even in a, in a series that is fe- a season that's feeling more and and more lost it's uh it's a tough time to be feeling overall confident in the rockies because man they just have not the the run differential has just been really really bad <laughs> and and it just shows that their pitching has so many issues that even when the offense does have a solid day it's just not enough and it's really disheartening to see how the rockies have performed against the rest of the NL West this year especially after that series because now, for sure, the Rockies are just going to simply be dominated by three-fourths of the NL West. Uh, the only other team, the Rockies are four and six against the Padres this year. But now the Rockies are two and seven against the Diamondbacks, one and five against the Giants, and one and eight against the Dodgers. The NL West has just uh, simply bullied the, the, uh, the Rockies this entire time. And that, that's what's frustrating here, especially, is it, it's... These division games, these close division losses, they have a little bit more of a sting. As as the Diamondbacks needed this series, the Diamondbacks needed to 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 get a couple of wins, get themselves back above five hundred. Because boy, has the second half not treated them well whatsoever. Um, man, it's it's hard to it's hard to just kind of bring up a lot of it. It it's and it's just. You circle back. To, it's like, man, look at these. Look at the offense pops off. They do this. It's all the offense is on today, but the pitching is it falls apart. Ah, the pitching is on, but the offense isn't there. It, that the lack of stringing together good baseball just continues to sink the Rockies. And uh, looking ahead, as as we're looking at the end of the season, it's. It's really not unlikely to think the Rockies' last winnable series of the season is coming up this weekend. I mean, this team is 25 losses away from a franchise worse 100 losses. And to avoid those type of losses and to avoid making that type of history, you're going to have to be better against your division because... You still have to play Arizona one more time, San Francisco twice. You do have a series against San Diego, which might be a crucial point for San Diego at that point in the season. And then yet again, the Rockies do a have a, a finish off with a with a long stretch of, of of Dodgers. Second to last series is a four game stretch against the Dodgers. Just in those games alone, I mean, there's your there's your near twenty five losses. So what can the Rockies take from this series? What do the Rockies need to do better? They just need to they need to win the close ball games. They need to go back. It they 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 have to take the step forward to win to win the close ball games, to slam the door shut, to instill your confidence and your dominance against this team or a team. But the Rockies don't really have any dominance over anybody. 
has Daniel Bard set a worrisome thought as we think uh, in your brains, as we think of relievers and reliever extensions, as Brent, there's talk of Brent Suter extensions and things of that nature. Because the problem is, or is Daniel Bard a little bit of an outlier and a little bit different? We're going to talk about that coming up here in segment number three. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at eBay Motors. eBay Motors, it's all about a championship team. And it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. That's how championship teams work. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel and on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Before we dive into some more unfortunate bummer news, I, I kind of wanted to bring up at least a little bit and lighten the mood of feeling good that the Rockies young guys perform in these series, are getting opportunities but what the heck was Harold Castro doing getting that last AB? Brenton Doyle should be hitting there. It, it doesn't matter. Like, at, at this point, it just, it doesn't, we don't need to see Harold Castro getting a pinch hit in that situation. We need to see Brenton Doyle come up and get another big late game home run like he did the night before. Give him the opportunity to break through the slumps. It's just fully embrace going with the young guys and doing that in these situations because they got to get used to them because hopefully when we're looking back on the on this on this season and this moment we're saying look this is when the rocky look at these series where the rockies had some opportunities look at these moments in the 2023 season where the where the rockies went young they had moments and they fell short look at how much they've grown and come from there it comes from giving them an opportunity just like Brenton Doyle should have had in this ball game so we got to stay a little positive. You got to stay encouraged by the performances you're seeing from some young guys. You got to be encouraged by the fact that the Rockies were able to string together hits in this week, in this series. The Rockies were able to do damage and go after a bad bullpen. There are things to be encouraged by. You just feel deflated by those last two losses because the Rockies had chances in both of them. And like we said, hopefully as we look forward and go forward, we see those opportunities as the Rockies have learned from them and have gotten better handling this, these situations. And hopefully we're not still talking about this as these guys get more and more experience. And maybe even as uh, later on in this season, we're seeing the Rockies put together a better stretch of ball that we haven't seen very much this season. And since we haven't seen since the, the, uh, the all-star break and the, that start from there. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but the Rockies, unfortunately, have a have a tough situation dealing with Daniel Bard because, uh, I mean, this is not the same guy anymore. It, it, it's it's 
the the performances that we've seen, unfortunately, from Daniel Bard, it just seems like he has lost. A, it's it's the fight is on for Daniel Bard. It, it, he he just hasn't been able to, just like with the Rockies as a whole, hasn't been able to be a guy to turn to in in high leverage in big situations. I mean, it, it was he he can handle it. He can still perform. He's had good moments, but it does just add to the tricky layer of how long do you commit to relievers? How long do you extend relievers, especially veteran relievers? And does this impact your philosophy and thought process when going after Brent Suter? Does it make you a little bit more nervous about investing in Justin Lawrence long term? Because we can, you can see so many different change. I mean, season after season, things can change. But at the same time, can if 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 this year is an anomaly, right? I mean, if if Daniel Bard still has some of his abilities, and 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 I think is I think we've already know that that the Rockies haven't turned him to close games as much as as they used to with with Lawrence, especially. Does what you've seen from Daniel Bard make you more hesitant, even though he's been someone that's been successful? Does it make you more hesitant to try to bring Suter back, even with how good Suter has been and, and how consistent Suter has been throughout his career? Is it, do you, it, it just kind of, the, the complicated world of quality relief pitching is very, very, very tough. And And I really can't sit here and say, I don't think the Rockies have made a mistake with with Daniel Bard or 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 re-signing him or keeping him on this team especially with with some of the moments but it just it, I I think Daniel Bard does have a little bit with his you know with the self-admitted mental fights that he fights I think that does add a little bit layer of 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 intrigue when you're evaluating Bard versus other relievers that haven't fought the same mental struggles to that to that severity, obviously I'm in, you know everyone fights has, is fighting battles, but but Daniel Bard being a person very open, honest about the the mental side of the game being a bit the biggest detractor and the biggest hurdle that he has to fight. So I think that factors in when you're discussing Daniel Bard. I, I just it just I don't know what there's just just I don't know what to say really because it's 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 fascinating. The drop off. It's fascinating how quickly things change for for Daniel Bard and and for the it, it, he's another player that just falls right into that uh, the issues of so hot and cold, so inconsistent, and man, it just hasn't been uh, hasn't been something that uh, that that you. That can really make it just really makes it very convoluted and kind of makes me weary about extensions, long-term extensions, multi-year extensions for relievers. But the Rockies need good pitching in the bullpen, and Bard can be a good pitcher. Still, a, a, a you know, still going win a win above replacement here. Uh, you know, his, his stats are probably going to dip a little bit uh, after this last appearance. They haven't been all updated yet. 
for him. But it's just, man, everything for, for, for Bard is just the strikeouts are down. The walks are up. The earned runs are up. Everything is up in less innings this year. And I, it's can you just count on that being a Daniel Bard thing? Or is that... It's trended down for since 2021, too. Tough writing against the wall for a player that, that had MVP votes. <laughs> Did get an MVP vote in 2022. But still someone that I think the Rockies... It's it, it still wasn't a total miss. It's just now it really does make me scratch my head and wonder how much you want to commit to to veteran relief pitchers and especially doing something more than one two-year deals because it does sound like the Rockies are, and Brent Suter are, uh, are interested. So, I don't know. I feel like I was kind of out there. I just feel my, my low energy after that game, after that series, I think. But uh, we're going to be breaking things more down about uh, Diamondbacks and Rockies coming up here with Miller Thomas uh, the rest of the week and uh, some more baseball stuff with him. So don't miss out on that. And don't miss out on all of your Locked On Rockies talk. I don't really feel I didn't land. didn't really land a lot of the points home today, I don't think. But that's all right. We still had a good pod today. We'll be better tomorrow as well. Thank you all so much for uh, making us your first listen of the day and bringing us your hot takes, your thoughts, your comments there on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Thank you for tuning in. Go check out the Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and Locked on Buffs podcast. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.